0: You get to talking to God. You got to tell somebody about him and what he did for you. And as you're telling somebody about what he did, you get gratitude in your heart. You begin to talk to God. See what David's doing? He's talking about God. I can't talk about God without talking to God. And he just goes back and forth praising God.
1: You're listening to Treasure Truth with pastor and author James Ford Jr., senior pastor of the Christ Bible Church in Chicago. I'm Steve Hiller. Glad you're with us today as we continue to look at Psalm 145 and a message, every praise is to our God. And uh, what a great circle. Sometimes we hear about people who get into this dysfunctional pattern of thinking and they they spiral downwards. And uh, this is like a spiral upwards, Pastor, where as you think about what God has done for you, you get excited about that. You begin to talk about that. And as you begin to talk about that, you begin to praise God about that. And it's like the reverse negative spiral. It's a positive spiral up. It sure is. And, you know, I was
0: quoting Psalm 23, where David starts off talking about the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He, second person, he, he. Then in verse four, he makes a transition. He goes from second person to first person. Yeah. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Yeah. And so that's it. You know, as you begin to talk about and reflect upon how good God has been, here's what the Bible says He who is forgiven much loves much. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I can tell who or what you love by listening to who or what you're talking about.
1: Sure. Yeah. And that makes perfect sense. You know, you ever, uh, meet somebody who has a new boyfriend, new girlfriend, you know, new hobby, man, that's all they talk about Right, right. golfers talk about golf. Yep.
0: Yep. <laughs> you know? And so it is in my little circle and we talk about dominoes,
1: you know? Okay. <laughs> and, uh, but you can tell who or what a person loves by, What they're talking about. So, if they're never talking about Jesus, I think that ought to raise some red flags. Well, let me say it this way there's a dead monkey Monkey on on the line somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) For the person who does recognize, though, that, man, I am not talking about God very much. And I realize that's probably because I'm not thinking about Him enough. I'm not walking with Him in the way that I wish I was. What would you say to encourage that person to begin to, I guess, raise that spiritual temperature and to get them fired up and going again? First of all, they need to understand the price that was paid for
0: our salvation, Mm -hmm. all that Christ went through. Uh, I submit, Steve, probably the number one reason we aren't sharing is fear. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've got to inundate ourselves with what the scriptures tell us to overcome that fear. And the Bible says that uh, God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, sound mind. Perfect love cast out all fear. Yeah. And so as I begin to understand the enormity of all that God has done for me, his sacrifice to save me, how can
1: I not? tell people about how good he is. Drives out that fear. Yes, it does. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you're uh, just joining us, grab a Bible and uh, open it to Psalm 145 as we continue the message, every praise is to our God. Here is Pastor Ford.
0: It's premeditated. Hey, let me share something with you real quick. Uh, When Queen Victoria uh, was being crowned Queen of England, they told her, now the great procession, thousands of people for her coronation. And they said, Whatever you do, you sit through the whole thing. Don't stand. And they went through this pomp and circumstance over two hours. Then all of a sudden, they got to the near the end, Brother Ben. And guess what? They start playing the Hallelujah chorus. And you remember the part where it says, King of Kings. And look, and she stood up. Afterward, they said to her, we told you, you are not supposed to stand up. Let me quote what she said. They said, why did you not stay seated? She said, it was not acceptable for the context. I'm queen, but he's the king of kings and the Lord of lords. And when you're in the presence of him, nobody should remain seated, even a queen. You know what she was saying? She probably got a little glimpse of what was coming in the future. I love that song. Come on, help me out, bang. We, we got to go to the next level on this bad boy. We about to go to we're about to be celebrated up here. So, so here we go. When I think of Jesus and all he's done for me, when I think of his goodness and how he set me free, I just dance, 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 dance all night. Come on, come on, come on, come on. When I think of his goodness and what he's done for me, when I think of his goodness and how he set me free, I just dance, 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 dance. How long? all All night, all night, all night, all night, all night, all night, all night. Amen. Now let's finish the message today. So praise is a voluntary response to God. It's personal. Praise is a volitional response to God. It's premeditated. Here's what David says in Psalm 145, 1 and 2. He says, praise is a verbal response to God. It's proclaimed. I will extol thee, my God, O King. I will bless thy name forever and ever. Every day will I bless thee, and I will praise thy name forever and ever and ever. Okay, now don't get mad at me. If it's not Bible, just correct me. But don't get mad at me. Okay? It's a verbal response to God. See, God is like most women. He's voice activated. Yeah, remember I told you? I I told you before, right? Adam and Eve, right? Adam stopped talking to Eve and the snake filled the void. And if you don't talk to your woman, your boo, uh, uh, your wife, some snake will, right? He'll slide up and say, say, sister, you sure looking good. He filled the communication void. Our God is a communicator. How do we know that? Because he wrote us a love letter, 66 books. And so his voice activated. Why are you saying that? Because if I say to you, Give God praise. Okay, I'm gonna say it to you. Give God praise. All right. Look at here. Not one hand clap. You done messed me up. Because hand clapping is not praise. I said, don't get mad at me. Look, at something frowned up already because all you do is clap. No, it's not a part of worship. It's a part of, anybody remember? Warfare in the scripture. You can look at Psalm 147. I don't, I don't have time to go to it, but it says, clap your hands to the Lord. We know they're going to the war. It's an ascension psalm. It's talking about God going up to sit on the throne to take over in victory. You're clapping as he goes up rather than when he's on the throne. Why? They didn't clap when the king was going up. They clapped when the king sat down, and he ruled and won. Because clapping was warfare. That is, you would clap, and the louder you clap, the more it was a symbol of the victory that you were going to have. See, God is like my wife. You know? It's like she, she was attracted to me. She said you know why I was tracking you I said why she said number one you funny you make me laugh and I tell you my daughter would tell you I don't care how far I am in the doghouse you got to pump sunshine I can make her smile and she'd be mad and smiling and she let me know I'm still mad now I know I'm laughing but I'm still mad Second, because I had big legs. She don't like it now. I'm a man with skinny legs. I got skinny legs. She said she, say she was attracted to my big legs. When I wore shorts, I had big legs. Third thing that she liked about me, I could rap. I could talk a starving dog off the back of a meat wagon. Because I learned in school all the pretty, when I was growing up, it, the guys with the wavy hair and the light skin, they had all the women. And, and so I said, I'm going to have to do something. And since I was raised by my grandmother and my mother, I learned from them. Man, women like you to say things to them. And my wife was attracted to me because I knew how to talk to her. One day, we were out on, I'm just give you a couple of her favorites, where, where we were walking, and it was a starlit night. And uh, we were walking on the beach in Cannon Beach, Oregon. And I had my arm around her and we was lovey dovey. I looked up in the sky, I said, uh oh, there's a catastrophe in the heavens. She said, what are you talking about? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Oh, baby. She said, what's, what's what's wrong? What's wrong? I said, There are two stars missing in the heavens. She said, What? <laughs> there are two stars missing. She said, I ain't gonna ask you how you know that. I said, There are two stars missing. <gasps> there they are, baby, in your eyes. I went home, I went home. Here's another one of her favorites. I went home after working uh, uh, hard for my money. And I go in and uh, she say, you look tired. I say, and you look tired too? She said, no, I'm not tired. I said, you must be tired. Uh, your legs gotta be tired. She said, why are you saying that? Cause you've been walking around in my mind all day, baby. All day. Yeah, yeah, you like, talk. Hey, I'm telling you, my wife is sick. And you know what she says sometimes? You do anything. I just made her another poem. I didn't bring it because it's real long. But I just made her another poem. And uh, I'm going to read it to her sometime this week, you know, just to make her feel better because it always makes her feel better. Here's another one of her favorites. See, what am I talking about? That she just wants me to talk to her. I said to her, sugar babe, you know I call her sugar babe, I'm arrested by your godly character and personality. They handcuffed me and locked me up in the prison of your love. The governor Tried to give me a pardon, but I turned him down. The parole board wanted to give me an early release, but I turned them down because I don't ever want to be free because loving you is a life sentence. Somebody said it already. Clapping hands is based on appreciation for what somebody has done, but praise is based on who God is. The word here is hallel, from which we get hallelujah. And here's the derivative of the word. It literally means to boast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Verbal response, where I boast on God.
1: I like that, don't you? To boast on God. That's what we're doing when we praise Him. Well, our message today is called Every Praise is to Our God, and we'll continue that in just a moment. By the way, if uh, you want to find out more about Treasure Truth and Pastor Ford, I do hope you'll come check out our website. It is treasuredtruthradio.org. Uh, he has written a number of books, many of them about marriage and relationships, and you can check those out as well as others when you come to our website and click on the link that says Books by Pastor Ford. You'll see the different titles available as a paperback or in an ebook format. Again, our website is treasuredtruthradio.org, and again, click on the link that says Books by Pastor Ford. Well, if you've just joined us, we're in Psalm 145. A message called Every Praise is to Our God. Back to the message. Here is Pastor Ford.
0: Hey, I don't know if you ever saw it. It's an old commercial. And it's about Mercedes S600. Starts at about 165,000. Starts. And I'm watching the TV and the screen went silent. I'm wrestling with the remote, what happened to the sound? And the Mercedes popped up and it was on a revolving thing. And it just slowly turned. Anybody see that commercial? Just slowly turned around and no nothing. Then all of a sudden, here's what you heard. Mercedes, it speaks for itself. God speaks for himself. And when we are confronted with him, what happens? The capacity of our company. Hold your balloon up. Come on, hold your balloon up. Capacity. Say, I got capacity. I've learned more about God. So I'm gonna boast on him. I'm gonna talk about him because there's nobody greater. Because every praise belongs to God. Give him some praise. Now watch this, watch this. God loves for us to talk to him and talk about him. Now watch this song. Verse 1, he's talking to God. I will extol thee, my God, O king, I will bless thy name. He's talking to God. Verse 3, he's talking about God. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised and his greatness is unsearchable. Verse four through seven, he's talking to God. One generation shall praise thy works to another and shall declare thy mighty acts. I will speak of the glorious honor of thy majesty and of thy wondrous works. And men shall speak of thy might and thy terrible acts. And I will declare thy greatness. They shall abundantly utter the memory of thy great goodness and shall sing of thy righteousness. Verse eight and nine, he's talking about God. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and of great mercy. The Lord is good to all and his tender mercies are over all his works. Verse 10 and 11, he's talking to God. All thy works shall praise thee, O Lord, and thy saints shall bless thee. They shall speak of the glory of thy kingdom and talk of thy power. Verse 12, he's talking about God to make known to the sons of men his mighty acts and the glorious majesty of his kingdom. You see it in verses 13, he's talking to God. In verse 14, He's talking about God. In verse 15 and 16, he's talking to God. And then in verse 17 to 21, he's talking about God. What is happening? Here's what happened. You're talking to somebody. It's like, remember that song? It was about the the old farmer. And he was disrupting things in church. So they sent the deacons out to tell him, quit hollering and interrupting the pastor's sermon and all of that. Well, was it? Shouting John. Yeah, shouting John. Thank you. And so he's out in the field plowing with his mule. And uh, they come up and they say, Pastor, wants you to quit all that shouting, shouting John. You're disrupting people. Ain't nobody else shouting but you. So if you just be quiet, he said, Well, I, I, you know, it, it's hard for me to do it because, you know, God is so good. He's omnipresent. He's omnipotent. He's voracious. He's immutable. And he's still plowing with his mule. And then all of a sudden, he, he says to the dick, dick. Hold my reins while I praise the Lord. Hallelujah, I bless your name. I... See, that's what, that's what happens. You get to talking about God and you say, you know what? I ain't got time for you. I got to talk to God. You get to talking to God. You got to tell somebody about him and what he did for you. And as you're telling somebody about what he did, you get gratitude in your heart. You begin to talk to God. See what David's doing? He's talking about God. I can't talk about God without talking to God. And he just goes back and forth and back and forth and back and forth Praising God. You know what gets me? You hollered under the strobe lights at the club, but you won't holler under the church lights. Yeah. you Won't shout at the night service, but you shouted at the night club. Mary, Mary don't move you, but Mary Blige will make you get up. Hebrews 13, 15 says, we ought to bring a sacrifice to God, the praise from our lips. So praise is voluntary response, it's personal. Praise is a volitional response, it's premeditated. Praise is a verbal response, it's proclaimed. Praise is a visible response, that's our next one. It's pictured. Praise is a visible response, it's pictured. What do you mean? You know me and my alliteration. I literally mean... People can see you praising. Here's the words. Get this. Every word is a verbal or a visible word. Extol. That means to holler with a virtue in mind. Extol the Lord. He is a gracious God. He is a good God. He is a great God. I just extolled him. This is not extolled. He's a great God. And so, bless, barak, yada, these are the words that are used. See, you not only hear praise, you ought to see praise. That's why I don't know what you're doing. And you don't either. I'm worshiping in my heart. Well, if you're worshiping and you've been here for two hours or an hour and a half at this service, you ought to have moved. C.S. Lewis said this, we praise what we enjoy because the praise not merely expresses the pleasure, but completes the enjoyment. Now, you don't understand it, Uh, but I watch more basketball now, this year, than I have since I've been a grown person. And uh, I like Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard, here's what I noticed at Jurassic Park and all over Canada. When he did that, every time the home team did something, what happened? Did anybody tell them now think about this? What if they said you when you go to this game and Kawhi Leonard slams like that, you can't say anything. Then why would I even want to watch? If I can't holler, if I can't shout because that man went up from the foul line turned around 80 times did three backflips and then threw the ball in the hoop and and then slowly levitated down to the floor. I can't holler about that. I got to holler about that. He didn't even do all that, but I got a God who became a man and stepped down through 42 generations, hung, bled, and died on an old rugged cross, buried in a borrowed tomb, and got up early Sunday morning with all power in his hands, with the nail prints in his hands and the spear print in his side and the nail prints in his feet and said, all power has been given unto me in heaven and in earth and wrote my name in his book and covered me in his blood. Whoa. That's something to shout about. That's something to holler about.
1: Well, it really is something to shout and holler about, isn't it? You're listening to Treasure Truth with Pastor and Author James Ford Jr., a message called Every Praise is to Our God, and we're going to continue this message next time. If you ever miss a broadcast or you miss part of one because you joined us late or you have to leave early, you can always listen online. Just come to our website. It is treasuredtruthradio.org. You know, Pastor, one of the uh, things that's so encouraging about being involved in a ministry like this is regular feedback from listeners talking about how God is using this program in their lives.
0: Yes, they're growing in the grace and the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Uh, Some of them don't have the opportunity at times to get to Bible study. Uh, Sometimes uh, they don't get the chance to study on their own at home. Uh, But they turn on their radio, and uh, Moody Radio is there. Uh, The plethora of teachers and uh, good, sound teaching, and they're able to be edified and built up. And so I know that our listeners want to support us with one-time gifts and monthly gifts. And remember, yeah. no gift is too small because it's not what I'd do with a million if a million would be my lot. But it's what I'm going to do right
1: now with a dollar and quarter I got. <laughs> well, if you would like to give a one-time gift or an ongoing monthly gift, you can do that easily by coming to treasuredtruthradio.org. Look for that link that says make a donation and you can give your gift safely and securely online, both the ongoing monthly gift and the one-time gift. Again, that's at treasuretruthradio.org. Thanks for giving. Thanks for listening. And I hope you'll join us next time here on Treasure Truth, a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.